a part of my mind again, but I'll hack him soon enough. I always do. I know you're not yelling like before, which is good. But I can tell you're still holding on to it. And we need to work on your anger issues, Elliot. You're angry at everyone. At society. Fuck society. I know you have a lot to be angry about, but keeping it to yourself and staying quiet like you're doing, it's not going to help you. There's pain underneath. That's where our work needs to go. What is it about society that disappoints you so much? Oh, I don't know. Is it that we collectively thought Steve Jobs was a great man, even when we knew he made billions off the backs of children? Or maybe it's that it feels like all our heroes are counterfeit. The world itself's just one big hoax. Spamming each other with our running commentary bullshit, masquerading as insight. Our social media faking as intimacy. Or is it that we voted for this? Not with our rigged elections, but with our things, our property, our money. I'm not saying anything new. We all know why we do this. Not because Hunger Games books makes us happy, but because we want to be sedated. Because it's painful not to pretend. Because we're cowards. Fuck society. Elliot. Elliot, you're not saying anything. What's wrong? Nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Welcome to the Renegade Economist with your host, Carl Fitzgerald. Yes, all fired up. Uh, the state of the world continues to drive us here on 3CR, celebrating 40 years on air. It's absolutely incredible to be uh, walking these hallowed halls, looking at uh, some of the photos of past uh, solidarity movements of uh, the people coming together to keep this uh, radio station on air. That is what we want and uh, that's what we're asking for today on The Renegade Economist. It's our annual Radiothon, so please dig deep because uh, my, oh my, uh, if we didn't have uh, this little radio show to uh, vent some of our frustrations on, I may well be like... Elliot there off Mr. Robot, one of the uh, best TV shows uh, I've seen in a while. Uh, make sure you uh, find it online, Mr. Robot. Uh, there'll be a few samples coming up today on The Renegade Economist. So please give us a call, 94198377. That's 94198377. Or for those thousands of people listening out in the podcast land, please uh, go to 3cr.org.au and click on the donate button, send some money towards The Renegade Economist to keep these stories uh, moving out there amongst our uh, our various networks because it's just a pulse of life isn't it as we're walking down the streets staring at people's faces so many look like zombies they are just living one step after another i wish more of them uh took uh, some of the uh, advice from the renegade economists and looked at how many thousands of dollars ignoring the role of economics and the incredible disparities within it uh, are costing them. And that's what we're going to spell through on today's renegade economists. 
Tell you something that got me fired up today was an email from uh, a company called Mass Land. Imagine so many land related uh, property spruikers out there with this guy, Mark Rolton. His uh, company is called Mass Land, and you've heard me comment on the property options fiasco that is uh, fleecing millions of dollars out of the unsuspecting public but his email today was save $15,144 every year stop giving it to Malcolm and then you open up the email to read uh, such uh, civic uh, god I just can't even find the words he says how much money are you throwing away keep more in your pocket Carl this time of the year can be gut-wrenching. We hand in our tax paperwork to the ATO and realise with sickening clarity just how much of our hard-earned money they steal. Malcolm and Co. chisel us every year out of thousands of dollars. What action will you take? Sit back and let it happen for another year or will you take control? Maslang goes on to say, I'm in... I'm all in favour of paying as little tax as possible, legally. That's how the super rich make their money. It's not about how much you earn, but about how much you keep. The most consistent and lucrative way to reduce your tax every week is through property investing. The federal government knows it can't solve the housing issue on its own and relies on investors to make up the shortfall. And to entice us, they offer generous tax incentives, legally. So why don't you utilize this system? Not sure which tax incentives or deductions I'm talking about? How about building depreciation, fixtures and fittings, inspections and establishment costs and interest repayments, saving you a staggering $15,144 in tax every year? Well, there you go. They're the sort of emails property spruikers are peppering inboxes uh, with around the nation. It's uh, just outrageous uh, that they can talk about these legal ways to avoid paying tax when uh, you can watch a friendly Geordie's video that came out about 24 hours yesterday on Facebook uh, called Medicareful. This video uh, delves right into uh, the alternate policies over health between uh, the Labour and Liberal parties. And uh, wow, there are billions of dollars uh, up uh, on the chopping block, ready to be cut back uh, if the Liberals get back in power again. Uh, talk about tension, it's quite something for those who believe in the Australian social democracy we've grown up in. It's great to see that the Greens are having more influence. Kelly O'Dwyer in the, uh, the safe, formerly safe state of uh, Stonington for the Liberal Party, uh, one of the wealthiest suburbs in Australia, is uh, uh, looking like uh, it's going to be a close race there with the Greens really putting some pressure on. So uh, that's what we like to see. All right, come on. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm checking the screen and I've got support here. This is fantastic. 
All right, $25 from uh, Heather Smith and Don Stokes. Thanks very much for kicking things off. Love your work. Thank you. Uh, the Smith and Stokes team there, that will get us going. And $20 from Ching Lim. Yes, yeah, scream it out. Well, you know my musical selection's always a bit funny. How else do you make it through a Radiothon show? I know you guys are hardcore who listen to these shows, but uh, I do try and insert some uh, of the, the highlights of the year, so they will be coming up soon. But, uh, you know, over the, the, the last financial year... Um, it really did blow me away, and I've mentioned it so many times. You must be able to recite how much did Australian land values increase by in the last year. Surely, there's thousands of you screaming at your radio saying, $525 goddamn billion. Well, in Victoria, that increase was $137 billion. And I started thinking about it, going, God almighty, here's 3CR needing to raise $220,000 during this Radiothon. And here I am on the Renegades looking to raise $900. Come on, let's keep these numbers uh, rolling in. We've got 9419 8377. 9419 I am one ninth of the total uh, 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 so far so uh, that I need to raise. So keep them coming. So yeah, $137 billion divided by 366 days uh, was a leap year last year. This year, no, it was 365 because I'm talking last financial year. That equals an increase in Victorian land values of $375.3 million per day. Imagine. $375.3 million we are letting slip through our fingers every single day. If we divide that by 24 hours to see uh, how much uh, Victorian land values have increased per hour was $15.6 million per hour. And if we divided that by the minutes in the day, Land values. Oh, I can't interrupt Gil Scott Heron. Get into this song. Not even 26% of the American people, but 26% of the registered voters form a mandate or a landslide. 21% voted for Skippy and 3-4% voted for somebody else who might have been running. But oh yeah, I remember in this year that we have now declared the year from Shogun to Reagan. I remember what I said about Reagan. Minute. Acted like an actor, Hollywood. Acted like a liberal. Acted like General Franco when he acted like governor of California. Then he acted like a Republican. Then he acted like somebody was going to vote for him for president. And now we act like 26% of the registered voters is actually a mandate. We're all actors in this, I suppose. What has happened is that in the last 20 years, America has changed from a producer to a consumer. And all consumers know that when the producer names the tune, the consumer has got to dance. It's the way it is. We used to be a producer. 
very inflexible at that, and now we are consumers and finding it difficult to understand. Natural resources and minerals will change your world. The Arabs used to be in the third world. They have bought the second world and put a firm down payment on the first one. Controlling your resources will control your world. This country has been surprised by the way the world looks now. They don't know if they want to be Matt Dillon or Bob Dillon. They don't know if they want to be diplomats or continue the same policy of nuclear nightmare diplomacy. John Foster Dulles ain't nothing but the name of an airport now. The idea concerns the fact that this country wants nostalgia. They want to go back as far as they can, even if it's only as far as last week. Not to face now or tomorrow, but to face backwards. And yesterday was the day of our cinema heroes riding to the rescue at the last possible moment. The day of the man in the white hat or the man on the white horse. Or the man who always came to save America at the last moment. Someone always came to save America at the last moment. Especially in B-movies. And when America found itself having a hard time facing the future, they looked for people like John Wayne. But since John Wayne was no longer available, they settled for Ronald Reagan. And it has placed us in a situation that we can only look at like a B-movie. Come with us back to those inglorious days when heroes weren't zeros. Before fair was square, when the cavalry came straight away and all American men were like Hemingway to the days of the wondrous B-movie. The producer, underwritten by all the millionaires necessary, will be Casper, the defensive Weinberger. No more animated choice is available. The director will be Attila the Hague, running around frantically declaring himself in control and in charge. The ultimate realization of the inmates taking over at the asylum. The screenplay will be adapted from the book called Voodoo Economics by George Papa Doc Bush. Music by the village people, the very military macho man. And a big thanks going out to Sean Redhill. Sean Redhill, fantastic for your support here on The Renegade Economist. If anyone donates over $50 today, they will get a uh, special download mix of Renegade Economist highlights. Please, any big donations over $50 get the special download pack from the Renegade Economist. Please uh, get in touch via 3cr.org.au on 94198377. Marine tough to manage, Bogart tough to manage, Cagney tough to manage, Hollywood tough to manage, cheap steak tough and bonzo substantial. Synthetic selling, a Madison Avenue masterpiece, a miracle, a cotton candy politician, pesto macho, macho, macho. Put your orders in America, and quick as Kodak, your leaders duplicate with the accent being on the dupes. Because all of a sudden we have fallen prey to selecting amnesia, remembering what we want to remember, and forgetting what we choose to forget. All of a sudden, the man who called for a bloodbath on our college campuses is supposed to be Dudley Goddamn Durack. You go give them liberals hell, Ronnie. That was the mandate to the new Captain Bly on the new ship of fools. It was doubtlessly based on his comedian performance in the past as a liberal Democrat, as the head of the Studio Actors Guild. When other celluloid saviors were cringing in terror from McCarthy, Ron stood tall. 
goes all the way back from Hollywood to Hillbilly, from liberal to libelous, from Bonzo to Birch Idol, born again. Civil rights, women's rights, gay rights, it's all wrong. Call in the cavalry to disrupt this perception of freedom gone wild. God damn it, first one wants freedom, then the whole damn world wants freedom. Nostalgia, that's what we want. The good old days, when we gave them hell. When the buck stopped somewhere and you could still buy something with it. To a time when movies was in black and white, and so was everything else. Even if we go back to the campaign trail, before Six Gun Ron shot off his face and developed hoof and mouth. Before the free press went down before full court press and were reluctant to view the menu because they knew the only thing available was Crow. Lion Cheney, our man of a thousand faces. No match for Ron. Doug Henning does the makeup. Special effects from Grecian Formula 16 and Crazy Glue. Transportation furnished by the David Rockefeller Remote Control Company. Their slogan is, why wait for 1984? You can panic now and avoid the rush. So much for the good news. As Wall Street goes, so goes the nation. And here's a look at the closing numbers. Racism is up. Human rights are down. Peace is shaky. War items are hot. The house claims all ties. Jobs are down. Money is scarce. And common sense is at an all-time low in heavy trading. Movies were looking better than ever, and now no one is looking because we're starring in a big movie. And we would rather have John Wayne. We would Make rather this, have brother. May it serve you well. And there we have Gil Scott Heron with B-Movie, the classic, the classic uh, Gil Scott Heron track, uh, talking about just the corruption that rolls through. And uh, my, oh my, uh, it's just staggering to hear uh, what's happening uh, every week. You know, I, I front up for this show and it's kind of like a, a great little study um, tour for me, I, I get to keep up with what is happening uh, around the world and uh, see what some of the experts are saying, uh, what really matters. And someone who really hit home the goods uh, was Phil Anderson, who uh, gave a presentation for us uh, earlier in the year. And uh, he was talking about uh, the incredible worth of the Saudi Arabian oil um, holdings and how the pro- fall in the price of oil has led to uh, the Saudis having these budget cutbacks and perhaps having to turn off their 24-hour uh um, snow skiing type uh, uh, operations that that live off uh, this cheap oil, um, and and basically having to contemplate floating their oil holdings, and uh, the immense value of that oil was uh, were was calculated at three times the value of Apple, of the Apple computer um, monstrosity. So that's how much value there is in natural resources when it comes to oil. And Phil Anderson had quite a bit to say about that and uh, really hit home. But when it comes to the land market, I've got to finish off that story. We had a $137 billion increase in Victorian land values last financial year. And that works out to $10,861 per minute in um, 
increased values of land. So uh, here's 3CR wanting 220 thousand dollars. Well, that's 22 minutes and 25 seconds to pay that off. If we had the sort of uh, economic framework we're, we're talking about, where uh, we aren't penalised for working, but those who own monopoly rights to natural resources and natural monopolies paid their fair share. So goodness me, I could uh, pay my $900. I could raise my $900 in 8.2 seconds. That's how fast uh, land prices are increasing here in uh, the world's most livable city. Well, what a joke that is becoming as uh, more and more apartments come onto the market. But due to the real estate for ransom hoarding mentality, those prices are uh, staying flat. They are really uh, barely budging downwards and we need better returns from our public policy. So uh, thanks again to Sean Redhill for his donation and uh, Mr. Carl Williams. Uh, is also uh, put forward so that's fantastic uh, great donations there uh, Mr Williams will be getting a um, a, uh, a download a special Renegade Economist download link so thanks very much please give us a call 94198377 uh, it's important that uh, we all uh, raise our, um, our budget uh, aims and uh, I've got a bit of work to do here so guys please uh, give us a call and look after us here on the Renegade Economist let's hear from Mr Phil Anderson the 1893 downturn worldwide, but especially in Australia, Argentina and the UK, we'll talk about Australia, the 1893 downturn was so severe that almost, I think, every bank in Australia except one was wiped out. So a lot of people, in those days you didn't have insurance, if the bank closed its doors and you couldn't get in, you lost your money, you lost your deposit, you lost everything. You had to start again. And this, of course, is one reason why it made downturns even worse than they probably should have been, because if banks folded, people lost their money. So you could imagine the savings you've got in a bank. Just picture the bank right now closing its doors and you can't get your money back. What would you do? It would be disastrous. So the 1893 downturn was so severe after that, the Australian politicians got together and when Canberra was, when the discussions of when the, the Australian states got together to form the Australian Federation, around about 1900, 1901, the Australian politicians at that time, they were pretty pissed off with the system. From all sides, Labor and Liberal sides, no, they weren't Liberal, it was, it was sort of like a, a, you probably couldn't call them Conservative either, they were genuine Liberals probably, and the left side, the Labor politicians, they weren't happy about the whole procedure and the downturn had been terrible. So it was decided in 1901 when Edmund, Edmund Barton spoke and he was quoted in the newspapers of the day, he said that when we put Canberra together, we are not going to permit people in Canberra to buy and sell land. In other what the, what the politicians for Canberra decided was you would have to lease your land that you wanted, you'd lease it from the Commonwealth and it was decided that per year you would pay £50 a year to lease what you wanted, 
because the price was initially set at £1,000. Can you see? I got my math right. 5%. And that's uh, some of the lessons of past bubbles. And uh, yeah, our organisation, Prosper Australia, we're the ones who have started this global story about vacant housing and how the commodification of real estate has to stop. And uh, by having a leasehold system, it uh, takes away that capitalisation rate that leads to first-home buyers now having to take out over $355,000 loans here in Victoria or uh, $403,000, I think, in New South Wales. So it's absolute carnage for young people. It's costing us hundreds of thousands of dollars each year to ignore this story. Please do the study. Visit prosper.org.au. Watch realestateforransom.com or uh, uh, check the um, immense library of past radio shows you can find on earthsharing.org.au. Look, I'm hoping uh, we get another couple of donations in before the end of the show. Someone's just hopped in the car thinking, uh, where on earth uh, do I get to hear stories like this? But 3CR, well, please come on down. I'd love to hear from you because, uh, yeah, we've got all sorts of uh, big stories coming through. And uh, here's just one of the many highlights from uh, the last year. This guy, Friendly Geordie's uh, 470,000 views on his latest video. He did one for us earlier in the year. I hate poor people. They eat too many potatoes. But essentially because he was lobbied by his huge-scale property investors to turn a basic human need shelter into one of those commodities like diamonds in South Africa by creating artificial scarcity. They buy up all the houses in a region. That makes it look like there is no houses, which makes it look like they're rare, so the value artificially increases. And then they sell those houses, just like diamonds, at an artificially inflated price, meaning that housing in Australia, by and large, is not worth what we're paying for them. In some cases, it's been artificially inflated by 30%. In fact, in the December quarter of 2013, property prices in Australia rose 100 $184 billion in three months. That doesn't happen naturally. That happens when the rich get a Monopoly, the game everyone's heard of but no one wants to play. And there we have Friendly Geordie. Uh, I will be doing an event with him in Sydney on Tuesday, June 28. Tuesday, June 28, the other Sydney lockout. So watch out for that one. And a reminder, I'm taking six months long service leave traveling around the country. So I hope I'm going to be able to do that uh, with the confidence that uh, our listeners are supporting. And I must say a very big thank you to Roger Pratt. He's coming with the big one here, uh, a big donation. So that uh, virtually doubles today's taking. So thanks very much, Roger. Really appreciate that. Uh, you'll certainly be getting a special uh, download link of uh, Renegade exclusives. So, uh, yeah, it's it's a challenge coming in here every week, but I love uh, some of the insights uh, we have. I mean, uh, having Saul Eslake on the show earlier in the year, um, talking about how the top... 20% of people own 72% of all housing wealth. And when you consider that uh, uh, land is, is worth some uh, $4.3 trillion at least and going up, uh, that's uh, about at least double the value of the entire Australian stock exchange with all the banks, all the oil companies, 
you know, any company that's listed, it's double that at least in value. That's how big a story it is. And that's why it's so important to keep this message out there. Us land reformers, us uh, Georges, we've been around for uh, over 100 years. This is our 125th year of operation. And uh, we're going to be around for at least another 125 years, uh, keeping uh, people thinking about how we could easily finance government. So fantastic to uh, have a number of donations. And here's Pierre dropping off another late one. Thanks so much to Ken Smith in Ballon. Thank you so much, Ken. Uh, really uh, appreciate that. My God, we're going to be sprawling out to Ballon soon, aren't we? Uh, I bet there's some big land deals happening on the edge of town there. Goodness me, some insiders there no doubt have a few councillors in their pockets, would I be correct? And uh, they're looking for that golden pentic to bring home the bacon and uh, pull in another uh, easy couple of million bucks, eh? It's it's just, uh, what do you say? What's wrong? Nothing. Absolutely nothing's wrong, hey? Yeah, well, some people. How about this one? So, um, yeah, it's always a challenge, but uh, lots and lots of fun uh, meeting renegade economists from around the nation. I hope to, uh, to be meeting you on the road.